I mean, because we're finally here. Then just when you thought they were out, they pulled them back in. They keep pulling me back in. That was terrible. Pull the strings. Pull the strings. Oh, my gosh. Pull the strings. Go straight Bella Lugosi. <laughs> yeah, you are. Why not? Yeah. You know who's going to pull the strings? Brad Osmus. Oh, man. Manager of the year. Brad Osmus. Brad Osmus. So listen, by the time we record next week... All the playoff matchups will have been determined. This is it. Brent, this is the final week of the season. This is crazy. I mean, I feel, uh, look, yesterday I was not feeling good. But after, you know, Seattle continued their slide, they lost like 14 to 4 or something. And the Royals won a game in Cleveland. I feel a little better. Although, you know, I still think Detroit's going to win the division. Well, you, you actually did something amazing with your Royals. You lost a game in Kansas City, but you did it in Cleveland. In nine minutes, sir. In nine minutes. How does this even work? I Maybe I'm just dumb. Is this school schoolyard rules? Well, it got rained out, but you didn't get your final at-bats yet. So I, I thought that still counted as a rain out. I don't really it, get what, what happened right there. It goes back to the last full inning, and they were tied at the end of the last full inning. Recess is over. We win, even though you just scored eight runs because we didn't get final at-bats. That's right. That's you, stupid. You, that's the thing is you have to have. No gives these backseats. They can call the game as long as they both had the same amount of at-bats. What's next? They, they call a game due to a cooties outbreak? What is happening right now? The only time that anyone's allowed to not have the same number of chances is in football, right? In the d- NFL. <laughs> I mean, as I- the Denver Broncos found out. Well, to my delight! Fair enough. What, is Danny Ventura going to get kicked out of the game for peeing his pants? I mean, we're going to go schoolyard rules all across the board. Well, anyway. doesn't seem right to me. It doesn't matter. The Royals still lost the game. Blah, blah, blah. How did uh, Detroit do last night? They They had a two-game lead over... It's now a one-game lead. What? What? How did you lose to the White Sox? You know why? Because the Royals are too strong. You You heard it here first, everybody. The Kansas City Royals win the AL Central, win the World Series. Brent, I'm getting a ring made just for you. Ray, it's it's been in the stars the whole time. Detroit. I see that every night when I look up. I just see Detroit. Not Lions, but Tigers. Well, we'll talk about the Lions a little bit later on. Yeah, they're terrible. How dare you? <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the next thrilling installment of your favorite sports talk show, Raisin Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And it was a great weekend of sports, Brent. How do you feel about it? Uh, I feel like all my football teams played against Miami teams. And? And they all won. And they all won. I feel like I own South Beach. I'm taking my talents to South Beach, Ray, because I own it. Congratulations. Exclamation point. Uh, Upside down exclamation point. For the Latin listeners. Backwards K. For the Russian listeners. Oh, wait, that's an R. Yeah. That's my bad. Well, lots of good stuff happened. We got a lot of stuff we're going to talk about this week. We're going to be talking, oh, straight up, NFL Week 3. What an amazing upside-down, topsy-turvy week, huh? I think the best week so far. (laughs) They've all been good, though, haven't they? Yeah, it's been entertaining. And no one seems great, and no one seems 
Every team has flaws. So and they, it, they can win any game. More than any any other year that I can think about with football, any given Sunday holds course, man. Who'd have thunk the Buffalo Bills would kind of look good? Who'd have thunk that teams like San Francisco and the Green Bay Packers would have a losing record at this time of the year? Me. No, you picked both of those teams to make the playoffs. I know, but I picked them to have late-season comebacks. Oh, okay. My so. bad. No. Yeah, the unmentioned part of your prediction. And uh, baseball, of course, we said before, coming down to the final week of the season. And it's new, it's new showtime, Brent. We got to pick a show and just get behind it. And I got one we're going to talk about. We've both seen it. Yeah, I'm not watching that show anymore. Spoiler alert. Right. Gotham, everybody. Gotham. I've been looking forward to Gotham for like months and months and months now. And did it disappoint? We'll talk about that later. I guess you're going to have to stay and find out. Although I think you know where Brent's at already. I can't hide my disdain, Ray. Yikes. Um, plus, we got a little bit of college football to talk about. Yeah, we do. Yeah, so you want to just go ahead and make this happen? Mm-hmm. Let's do it after three seconds of Dusty Springfield. Wishing and hoping and thinking and praying, planning and dreaming each night of this job. NFL week three. Kind of good. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll be right back after three seconds. No. <laughs> it was it was ph- phenomenal. It was fantastic. Like, all the games were exciting for the most part. I feel like the refs gave the game to Detroit. Oh, my God. Get against it. Green Bay. Get out. We can open there if you would like to yeah, talk like about to. my game of the week. Mm-hmm. Your Detroit Lions playing at home bravely, fiercely, forward down the fieldly against those despicable, dirty, deplorable Green Bay Packers. And the refs. Apparently, this is and this is the stat that we were talking about before we started mm-hmm. uh, recording, was that this ref crew that they put in Detroit for the Green Bay Detroit game called the most penalties in football mm-hmm. so far that year. They had blown the whistle more times than any <laughs> other crew, and yet still didn't know what holding on Green Bay looks like. They still don't understand what happens when Indomitian Sue gets tackled on his way. Detroit didn't earn those calls. Didn't not yet. Apparently, we're just not LeBron yet. We're still Kevin Durant. Okay, so Detroit is two and one now. They, they did beat Green Bay. They just did. They did not just beat Green Bay. They beat Green Bay. They won nineteen to seven, and and they didn't do anything. We on lost offense. the turnover battle, uh, three to one in the game. Okay, one of those uh, Matt Stafford interceptions bounced off of our rookie Fuller's hands. Bad luck, but I mean, good pass hit him in the hands. The second one, he overthrew Megatron on a third and uh, ten from midfield. Ended up putting the ball at the one foot line. Very next play, a safety. I forgive both of those interceptions. Okay, well, let's just say this: forgiveness right? has you been they given. Won nineteen to seven. Okay, nineteen to That's seven. That's not a we beat them. We beat them. You yes. scored? Did you score any offensive touchdowns in that game? Yeah, Reggie Bush. Okay, one offensive touchdown. Right in that when game it counted the most against that vaunted Green Bay defense. And how can you possibly that has been getting shredded? How can you possibly, possibly say the offense didn't do anything when in the third quarter and fourth quarter combined, the second half, we had three total drives, each one ranging yeah, from 12 Green, to 14 plays. Because Green Bay had the ball the whole time. They didn't let you have the ball. No, Detroit had the ball 38 minutes out of the 60. Okay. 38 to 22 minutes. We would not give them back the ball. And on those three drives, all three of them went deep when we got a touchdown, mm-hmm. a field goal, and then that unfortunate so strip sack fumble. Two of the... 
one one of the most beat up teams. Green Bay's has like three of their offensive linemen out. So do we. What's okay. the point? You won by twelve points. You bar- you were at home. Yeah. Okay. You should have rolled them. It should have been like thirty three. It to felt seven. like a rolling. Anybody who not. watches that game, it did not, sir. When the second half started, you knew Green Bay mm, was DOA. I disagree. Dead on a, that team is the most overrated team hey, possibly in the history of football. Take off your homer glasses for a second. Okay. okay. Yeah. Here we go. So you do you say that you're satisfied with Detroit's offense so far? Because I feel like they're getting a little lucky by their schedule, and they want to play some good teams. They're going to be in trouble. Uh, I would say no. I'm not satisfied mm-hmm. with their offense so far. But I also recognize that playing at Carolina, let's say three games at Carolina, who just gave up 37 points to Pittsburgh, who couldn't score the week before at Baltimore. That's right. Because mm-hmm. we beat them up. Yeah. But, you know, that only helps the team after we mm-hmm. play them. You do not want to be – you. Or I'm sorry to say you do want to be the team to play whoever the Lions play the following week because that team is going to be beat down all to crap. Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, Carolina beat us on the road. But let's not forget they're a 12-4 and team last year. The Green Bay Packers were a playoff team. A lot of people's Super Bowl predicted team, the Green Bay Packers, how could you possibly say the schedule has been so favorable? Injuries and the referees helped out Detroit the whole game. They, oh, my gosh. Um, okay. Give me one example. One example of the referees helping Detroit over Green Bay. Every play. Every play. <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? Uh, Andrew Luck leads the NFL in touchdown passes right now. Yes, he does. Matt Stafford does not. He does not. Okay. Last week was you, a great week to have Andrew Luck instead you, of Matt Stafford you as like a fantasy to, quarterback. Since you're s- such a Matt Stafford fan, would you like me to read you the list of quarterbacks? I'll just go in descending order of touchdown passes, and we'll see how long it takes us to get to Matt Stafford. Are you uh, ready? Sure, okay. sure. Andrew Luck. Okay. Peyton Manning. What, what, how many, what's the number we're talking here? It's a lot. How many touch, I mean, But I'm saying how many touchdowns do these guys have? Nine, eight. Okay. Matt so, Ryan. He's been great. Nick Foles. Been great. Russell Wilson. Yeah. Drew Brees. Good. Eli Manning. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Kirk Cousins. Tony Romo. Alex Smith. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Joe Flacco. Colin Kaepernick. Ryan Tannehill. Tom Brady. Ben Roethlisberger. Derek Anderson. Matt Castle. Derek Anderson? Chad Henney. Brian Hoyer. How does Derek Jake Locker? Oh my gracious. Austin Davis, EJ Manuel, Geno Smith, Derek Carr, and then Matt Stafford. Here's the question I would have. Is that the only measure of a quarterback? Go by yards. The fact that it was a time of possession Ray, game, the, 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 he killed it. The last time I checked, it didn't matter how many yards you got. It mattered how many points you scored, and points are scored by touchdowns, sir. Last I checked, it doesn't matter how many points you got. It's how many wins you got. And Matt Stafford on the season... Two and one. Except on your fantasy team where the stats count. And also my fantasy team, two and one. Yeah, but you have less points than Rafi. Don't worry about that. Rafi! Yeah, we made fun of Rafi's roster. You did. You made fun of Rafi, and now you have less points than Rafi. Uh, LaShawn McCoy needs to stop getting hurt in the first quarter of every single game. That would help. And uh, I've just had been snake bit by injuries. What can I tell you? It happens to all the good teams. Matt Stafford tied for 29th in touchdown passes right now. With what, three? Three. Okay. It's won a game. And you know who else won a game? Actually, Matt Stafford, ladies and gentlemen. He's actually tied for 18th. 18th to 29th is all the same. So I, I undersold you a little bit. But still, 18th, that's not good enough, is it? No. No. And here's the deal. Here's where I get excited. Your Detroit Lions, this, this upcoming Sunday, play mm-hmm. at the New York Jets with one of the most shredded, depleted secondaries He's going to throw for three to four touchdowns, probably 400 yards. That's funny because we had the same conversation last week when you said Matt Stafford was going to throw for over 400 yards and at least three touchdowns, and he didn't either. Uh, but he's going to go into this time. Hmm. 
Okay. You can take my word for it. Yeah. You could put it on the board. Yes. Ray will continue to make a prediction every week until it comes true. And then I'm right. Welcome to the internet, Brent. <laughs> I yeah. make the same prediction over and over again, and then I just delete every old episode so you have no proof that I said any of that. Matt Check the tape. He's just not very good, sir. Oh, he's fantastic. That is a that is a leader of men. A leader of men. A leader of men. He lost at Carolina. As who, as will a lot of people this year. Who just got shredded by Pittsburgh. But doesn't that go back to our initial point though? Sure it does. Is that nobody's that great from week to week, it's hard to say. It's all about you're right. It's all about week to week. You just yeah. don't know. You don't, you don't even know from week to week what team you're gonna get. I'm not sure they're gonna I'm not sure Detroit's gonna win at the Jets next week. I'm not saying that as a dig at Detroit. I know I've been having some fun with you today, but Well here's the deal. <laughs> After the uh Packers beat the Jets, and now the Bears beat the Jets. It seems like the divine right of the NFC North to just beat the Jets. That's it what seems we get like to do. every week now the Jets will have a touchdown taken away from them that would have tied the game. That's two weeks in a row. Yeah, there's timeout gate from the uh, Marty Morningweg timeout gate as Geno Smith throws a 50 yarder to tie it, ripped off the boards. And now in this game, this uh, Monday night game against the Bears. Man, I'm not saying they would have for sure won that game, but Jay Cutler, strip sack, fumble, return for a touchdown. Oop, blew the play dead. Why? Why Why not just eat your whistle for like two seconds and let the play finish and then decide what you were going to call it? That was egregious. That was, and th- I mean, was it, which one was worse though? That call by the officials blowing the whistle too soon or the Brandon Marshall pass interference call where Brandon Marshall literally puts him in a John Cena arm bar as the defender's going up for the ball, and the refs throw the flag, and I'm like, okay, good, they saw it. And then they call the flag on the Jets, the guy who is getting manhandled, who had position in the, on the ball. Yeah, I don't know. You, you know why that happened? No. Because Brandon Marshall earned that call. Jordan rules, everybody. Uh. But there's lots and lots of exciting games. How do Kansas City Chiefs do? They steamrolled Miami. Steamrolled him. No. Without Jamal Charles. Uh, Niall Davis goes in and runs for 100. Joe McKnight scored two. There has been a Joe McKnight sighting, Ray. Two touchdowns. We found him. <laughs> we found Joe McKnight. You can call off the search party. I was watching either ESPN or NFL Network, and they were showing the highlights of this game. And they said, and Joe McKnight in the end zone, that's his second touchdown. And then he's, he continues. And then uh, after that, Alex, and, the, and then you hear somebody in the back go, wait, did, did you say Joe McKnight? <laughs> Now, my favorite quote came from the ESPN Fantasy Show, where they said, Joe McKnight scored like 18 points with two touchdowns. Joe McKnight is currently owned in 0.0% of ESPN Fantasy Leagues. Correctly so. Wow. Yeah, he's, when Jamal Charles comes back, he's not going to play. So what I hear you saying is, waiver claim on Joe McKnight. Although you never know. I mean, you know, sometimes somebody comes in and yeah. shows they can. he looked good. And now how crazy, but again, again, how crazy is the NFL? After week one, Ryan Tannehill and the Miami Dolphins put a whooping on the Patriots, mm-hmm. and everybody's like all sunshine and rainbows and lollipops and Gatorade. Here we are literally two weeks later, and people in Miami are calling for Ryan Tannehill to be fired. Yeah. Two weeks later. Yep. What happened to patience in the NFL? When well, are, we, when, are we evolving to a point where, like, literally coaches will be fired, like, every three games or so when they lose? You lose at Buffalo, you lose at Buffalo, and uh, you lose at home to KC, then people start asking for you to get fired. Well, I mean, to be fair, the Bears lost at home to Buffalo, and people weren't calling, besides me, weren't calling for Jay Cutler to be, to be ousted from the league. I mean, that's true, but, you know, there's something to be said for, you know, the Bears have a fairly loyal 
fan base, although they complain it's true. a lot. Bears fans? I mean... Next thing you'll be talking about Packer fans complaining that the refs screwed them. <laughs> <laughs> Inexplicably. But no, Bears fans are definitely loyal. I'm not... I could never take it away. I know lots of very nice Bears fans, and I have nothing... I have a lot of negative things to say about Packer fans, but Bears fans have always been very, very decent to me. I will definitely say that. They're delusional because they think Jay Cutler could really win the MVP this year, but at the same time, they're at least friendly about it. But I, again, I, I appreciate why Miami would be talking about that. You lose to the Kansas City Chiefs, you'd best believe that heads should roll. Because nobody should be losing to the Chiefs this year. Well, not with the Chiefs having half their team on the on you know injured and not playing at Miami. I even I did last what did we say last week, Ray? I said, could Kansas City win? Yeah, they could. Will they? No, they will not. And then they proved me wrong. Which they just- went in like men and they said, Screw you, Brent. They took they did exactly what I thought. I'm gonna give them some inspiration, some negative reinforcement, and they will go in and take that as as a sign to go ahead and roll over the Miami Dolphins, and they did. You know what I take out of that? Joe McKnight listens to the Raisin Brent podcast. That's right. Joe McKnight, come on the show. We need your family's worried about you. They want to make sure you're okay. We'll hold up a picture with you with today's newspaper, mm-hmm. and it'll be all good. <laughs> um, other stuff, exciting stuff happened in the game. How about the play that never was? The, you're talking about the Johnny Manziel? Johnny Manziel. I know you got some thoughts on Big Johnny. Johnny Clipboard gets into the game, and unfortunately our stats been broken, Brent, because previously the Cleveland Browns were undefeated when Johnny Football got into the game. And now they're one and one <laughs> as they lose to the Ravens on a final second field goal. Johnny Clipboard, for those of you that might not have seen it, he came in and he did a little running play up the middle. And then there was some weird pantomime where he ran over to the sidelines and it was like his coaches were like yelling at him, but he never actually left the field. And he was technically in position where he could line up as a wide receiver. And then all of a sudden, mid shouting, the coaches are like, go, go, go. And Johnny Football runs down the sidelines as an eligible receiver, and they throw him the ball for 39 yards. But one problem, Brent. The play was illegal. <laughs> it was a designed trick play. It looked like something that he, was illegal. Is that from the movie Teen Wolf? You know? Teen Wolf. Oh, uh, yeah. Air Bud thought that that play was a little fishy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because you, you aren't allowed to line up that – it was an illegal formation because you're not allowed to line up that close to the sidelines, right? Isn't it like five yards out from the sidelines you can't line up there to prevent those exact dummy plays from happening? Which one was more embarrassing, that or the previous week college player who feigned having a heart attack on the field? Which one was worse conceived? Are you with me at yeah, all? Yeah, I'm with you. Um <laughs> Sorry, I'll throw I'm, it to you. I'm watching this Nick Foles hit. Uh, you know, we got to talk about that, too. Well, we will. Yeah, we'll do that one next. Um, which one was worst conceived? The, clearly the, the Cleveland one, because it's not an, at any time an illegal play. At least the guy who feigned the heart attack was legal. <laughs> at least he's allowed to do that. But uh, to be fair, I'm kind of glad that that Johnny Manziel um, giant play was taken off the board, because I'm just not sure social media could have handled it. You want to talk about just like an attack on all of Facebook and Twitterverse? It might have shut it down. Yeah, Lizard Squad is worried that it would have shut down the internet. That's a nerd reference for you guys. You know, I remember my dad telling me when I was a kid that they had a play like that in high school that they ran. 
Sure. And that's why those plays are illegal now, because it's like, oh, we'll have a guy pretend like he's on the sideline and then stand way out wide, barely on the field, and then throw it down to him. It's just like it's just a kind what, of a... What's next? The hidden ball trick? Yeah. I'm expecting Brian Hoyer to shove the ball up under his jersey, fake a handoff, and then just walk up the middle. Although, you know, you remember the old fumble Ruski days at Nebraska. I mean, th- well, those sure, are there are a bunch plays. of cheaters. No. That's why it's illegal to do that Have now. Have you seen the, the fumble Ruski? I've seen the Raiders fumble Ruski. What do you mean? That's what, do you, why what do you call a fumble Ruski? The, the Raiders play in the playoffs. What, what did they do? I think it was the Sea of Hands is what they officially called it. What did they do? They fumbled the ball forward into the end zone yeah, with that's, no time to go, yeah, and then they fell the, on it. That's the, that's actually, fumble that's actually No, that's not the fumble Ruski. That's the holy roller play. That goes back to the Raiders. Okay. I've always where thought you, of that as a where fumble, you fumble Where you fumble the ball intentionally forward. Fumble Ruski is where... The, the center just puts the ball on the ground, and then the quarterback acts like that, and everyone just runs that way, and then the lineman picks, then the center just picks it back up and starts running. Terrible. <laughs> Got to be paying attention, folks. Okay. Well, yeah, that one's at least a legal play. Do it, because anybody could pick that ball up. Yeah. Anybody. You anybody. You could have done it. Anybody. Yeah. But the hits were hard, too, right? I mean, not only did Johnny Mantell yeah. take a beating uh, on that play, which is kind of happy to see him just walloped out of bounds, but uh, your boy. Nick Foles five. Oh, you know what? I blame I blame the referees. They should have blown the play dead because it was clearly not an interception. So, and number two, number two, Ray, it is in the NFL rule book. I'm gonna look at it right here. It's right here. Yes. Okay. You well, that's a big book, Brent. It is a foul if a player initiates unnecessary contact against a player who is in a defensive posture. Number seven, a quarterback at any time after change of possession. Thank you. Why is Nick Foles running after the ball, not paying attention? He wasn't. He was going towards the play. Yeah, but he was he was going like one quarter speed, just kind of walking. Yeah, and you know who gets walloped when they go one quarter speed facing the wrong way, going towards the play? Legal hit. When, no, it's legal not a legal block. hit. I legal just read, block. Just read to you. Was a flag the, thrown I, on it? I just read to you. Was the, a flag the, thrown on it? Doesn't, and refs are, as you've said right, before, right. refs are right, always right. right. And Golden Tate caught that pass in Seattle a couple years ago. Yes, he did. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a touchdown. Counted. Was it a play? Put it was on Was it a foul? No, it should have been. It was not a foul. Should not have been should a foul. Been. He's the leader this? of my undefeated fantasy team, Ray. That's really and where he should it's not be touched. From. That's where it's really coming from, ladies and gentlemen. Is you're just mad you watch your meal ticket take well, a Well, it was an unnecessary hit, though. The play wasn't going towards them. Oh, it felt necessary to me. Yeah. <laughs> Only because I'm playing you this week. <laughs> yeah, well, Nick Foles is fine. Um, he's a tough guy. He's a tough guy. That, uh, How about just don't go towards the play if you're the quarterback? Keep the field in front of you. Don't turn and look behind the play while you're just, like, limping guy, along. Ray, Ray, here's the deal. The guy didn't look to see if he was going towards the play. He was like, interception. I was going to fucking hit this guy. Hit it, he, did, he hit him in the, did he hit him in the back? No. Did he hit him in the side? No. Hit him square in the chest. If you can't see a 300-pound maniac coming at you full speed He didn't speed hit him square in the chest. He hit, hit him, him, he hit him on the side on the shoulder. But he came around and hit him square in the chest. On the shoulder. Put his shoulder right into his chest. On the inside of his shoulder. Inside. On the chest. You got to pay attention, Nick Foles. I don't know. Anytime you got the elbow coming up. I think dirty it, play. You know what it was? You know, here's the deal. Benny Arthur, friend of the show, I was cheering for, for Washington to win that game. As soon as that play happened, I was like, you know what? I'm not cheering for these guys. Dirty. What do you, why don't you go play for the Miami Hurricanes? Thug you. Thug you. Well, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Mm. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But let's talk a little bit of fantasy right now. Hold on. Let me pull up our uh, fantasy league site. Let's just see, just see who's. 
Well, uh, who's, I had who's a, ranked where in the league? I had a rough week. Did you? I'm not gonna say it. I did lose. Well, um, as long as you didn't have the lowest score in the league. I may have scored the fewest points in the oh, league. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, man. It wasn't good. That's not good. Well, here's the deal, though. Two and one. It counts the same as Play. a one-point loss scoring second most points in the league. Hey, Ray. I Counts the same. I didn't score the most points in the league either. So I scored the second most. Wow. So um, I assume you're still undefeated then. Three and oh. Mm. Uh-oh. I don't feel good about this. Three and oh going against Ray. I feel like Ray somehow is just going to... Mm. I, I, I right at, where I want you. I looked at our matchup, though. It looks like you're 88% to win the game. Yeah, Brent, that's because you you put, you loaded your active roster <laughs> with all the injured and bye week players to try to psych me out. You really hey, think I was going to hey, fall for that? Hey, Ray. I mean, what if I forget to change my lineup before Sunday? What if your computer goes in the toilet? That's yes, right. What if my computer breaks for then? Guess, Smash. Guess you just win. Let me get my hammer. Hold on a sec. There's no other, there's no other way to get, nope, change my that's lineup. It. Just your one computer. To be fair, the way the way Yahoo has their uh, fantasy league set up, I can't even find the thing half the time when I log in. Really? Yeah, it's very hard. They every time I go to like play fantasy football, it goes like, "Would you like to mock draft? Would you like to start a new team?" I'm like, "No." Well, uh, I want to play fantasy. Take mine me to my team. Ray, mine doesn't do that. Maybe it looked at your roster and was like, "Uh, would you like to draft again?" Oh my Thank gracious. you. Gracious, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Um, but so we, this is the big matchup, ladies and gentlemen. I feel like we should put some sort of a bet. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, matchup. even though I'm only 12% to win yeah, right now. whatever, whatever. Uh, well, what kind of bet? We have not done a bet in a little while now. Are we doing a shame bet? I think we this do a calls shame, you know, for it might a be shame fun. bet. Okay, listen to this. What if we do a shame bet shame where bet. instead of you, whoever shaming the person that loses, the person that loses has to do a statement where they, where they compliment the other, <laughs> the other team. So you're talking about like a prepared statement shame bet? Yeah. I think that's fair. Okay. A prepared statement shame bet. I believe I'm 2-0 and in prepared statement shame bets on the no, show. No, I, I made you read one one time. I made you admit that, uh, that Nebraska the was the real... No, you made me say the Oh, yeah, talk about the bridge, the yes. Okay. And See, I, so, okay, that's I'm not really a shame bet. That was just making you tell the truth. That is not... The, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But cool. Well, we're going to come back in just a sec here. There's our NFL roundup. Anything you look forward to in week four, I should say? Before I, before I jump the gun right week here? Before NFL? Week I'm four looking NFL. forward to New England coming to Arrowhead on Monday night. It's going to be kind of a good game. Kind of very, very excited about that. I have already picked the Kansas City Chiefs winning it all. Oh, they're going to win that game. Yeah. Win that game. Yeah, I think KC's winning that game. Some kind of, is that your suicide pool pick? No, no, sir. Oh, so you don't actually no. have any confidence at all. Well, I there's look, I still have the Chiefs playing the Raiders later, Ray. I'm going to I'm going to I'm changing I'm leaving the Chiefs but for when the they play Raiders the Raiders. Play all the time tough against the chiefs that's true Derek carr and the boys coming into town you really think they're gonna hold them off yes oh well then you should probably pick them as your suicide pool yep team but not this week then not this week okay fair enough you kidding me we got some stinkers out there we got jacksonville and tampa all of miami really right now huh let's just if you're in florida your team is abysmal a combined yeah. what one and eight yeah great job well, we're gonna right back. We're gonna talk about college football because I got some, um, I got some Big Ten talk for you ahead. After three seconds of Dusty Springfield, wishing and hoping and thinking and praying, planning and dreaming each night of his charms. The Big Ten—that's our conference, Brent. Yep. Every single team in the Big Ten won last week. Isn't that exciting? Wait, they didn't. Wait, hold on. 
I thought one of them lost. Oh, wait. There was one Big Ten team that lost. We don't want to talk Probably about Indiana. that. Probably Indiana. Well, you know what? Indiana. Probably. Oh, no, wait. Indiana won at Missouri, a ranked team. No, I bet you Iowa. Riley Smith's yeah, Iowa team they probably. probably wait. No, wait. They won at Pittsburgh. Oh, they did. Oh. Northwestern. I mean, Northwestern's pretty bad. Yeah. They probably. Got, no, no. They won also. Oh. Well, who was the team that, uh, who was the big t- only Big Ten team that lost then? Michigan? No. I mean, they were playing Alex Smith's alma mater, Utah. There's no way they lost to... At the Utes at home? Yeah, it's in the big house. There's no way they... Oh, wait. It's totally what it's happened. It's totally what happened. Ugh. Devin Gardner finally got benched. Boy, that team. I tell you what right now, I still think that's an 8-4 and four team or so. Like, 9-4 and four is my final prediction after uh, bowl games were over and whatnot. They're either going to go... They're either going to go... What is it? Uh, they're either going to go... Eight and four and win their bowl game, or nine and three and lose their bowl game. That was what. That's what the prediction. Boy, I'm starting to have some reservations about that right now. Like that team looks like it's in disarray. Yeah, nothing on offense. They got rid of Al Borges, their offensive coordinator, last year, just because there was nothing happening on offense. They bring in a new guy, and there is less happening on offense with yeah. more talent. What is happening? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they just don't have that much talent right now, especially. At cornerback. I mean, they got Funches, good wide receiver. Funches Seems like can play, man. They continue to have good linemen coming out of there. Also, a really funny stand up comedian. I loved him on At Midnight. Ron, yeah. Ron Funches. <laughs> He's really good, everybody. Should totally be following that guy. <laughs> it's amazing how fast he is because I thought he was kind of a bigger dude, but you yeah. Know, happens. So, Ray. Yes. At the beginning of the season, I said, hey. Aren't you a little worried? I think Brady Hoke's on the on the hot seat, and, and you I, said absolutely not. I didn't see it. Why? I see it now because he's not just on the hot seat. People want him to be fired now. And I didn't realize uh, the climate, the atmosphere of Michigan right now, and why it's been so screwed up for um, pretty much ever since Lloyd Carr left, and that's because the current AD is a knucklehead who's running these uh, free giveaway ticket promotions to the most sold-out stadium ever, the big house, the biggest college stadium in the country with the most sellouts of anybody ever. More people going, you don't need to give away tickets with Coke products. What are you doing? And not just that, he brings in Brady Hoke, doesn't even answer the phone for the Harbaugh's either one or for Les Miles out of LSU, doesn't even answer the phone because he has some sort of weird personal issues with those guys. And goes with Brady Hoke from day one, who is a decent coach, but clearly not a good enough coach to be the coach at University of Michigan. He'd make a great Michigan assistant coach, or he'd be a good coach for a secondary school. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, t- like a Iowa. Sorry, would Riley. Would he, though? In would Indiana. He? Yeah, he would be a decent, like, he's good. He's, he's a better than average coach. The problem is when you have a program like Michigan, you need a top coach. And he is not that. You shouldn't have to have a top coach. If you've got all that great talent coming in, you but shouldn't. That's part of what being a... Cr- should run itself. You had Lloyd Carr running your program, for God's sake. National Lloyd Championship. Carr. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Lloyd Carr won a National Championship. Lloyd Carr was great, though. A Michigan man through and through, and he could recruit out he his recruited. was. He recruited. That's, where, that's what I'm talking about, Ray. Brady Hoke. How many years are we into the Brady Hoke experiment? Like four years Four right years? Now. He should have his guys in place now, right? You would think. He's got no quarterback. What happened? We love, I like Devin Gardner. But he's clearly not good enough to be a starting quarterback anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Well, okay. Maybe, at, you know, aforementioned Iowa Northwestern. Wow. Maybe Hoke needs to take Gardner with him and go to a mid-major program 
Mm-hmm. Take him on down to uh, Washington State, a team well, nobody cares about, and then make him kind of good. What kind of offense would you say that, that he runs? Michigan has always, uh, ever since, with the exception of the failed three-year Rich Rodriguez mm-hmm. debacle disaster poop-facedness, Pro-style offense. Pro-style offense. Pro-style offense is what so, Michigan runs. That's why Devin we have Gardner so many, That's is, why we have so many quarterbacks that go straight from college yeah, and sure. make it in the pros. And I can't debate that. They have a lot of you know, great quarterbacks that have gone to the NFL. Devin Gardner is not a pro-style quarterback. He is not a pro-style quarterback. So where? So he's they've a, had three other... He's a senior, right? He's a leftover from that he's Rich a Rodriguez sen- era. But he's a senior. That's where right. are the juniors, sophomores, or freshmen that can play and, better than him? And that's why Brady Hoax needs to get himself blown out. Yeah. He's recruited some decent players. I mean, there's there's talent all up and down that roster. He traditionally Michigan always has a top ten recruiting class. Every even under Brady yeah. Hoke, every single year, the the folks who rate these things have been saying the talent's been coming in. But man, not in the crucial places. Apparently, well, sure. And and you know, if if the talent's coming in, if they're if they're blue chippers coming in, four or five star guys, okay, and they're not getting better, then whose fault is that? It's the coach's it's the fault. Coach's fault. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, the 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 rumors coming in from from. Ann Arbor right now, are that the AD is probably going to get blown out first. He's burned every bridge. He's rubbed everyone the wrong way. He's a guy, He's like one of those guys that you put in charge who makes money first and doesn't care about tradition and doesn't care about anything, but like his whole job as he sees it is, I need to make money for the university. So he's been doing all this crap that's been making money for the university, but the product on the field and just the, just the general atmosphere has suffered greatly for it. Those are not the people that you need in charge of great organizations like... The University of Michigan. Okay, so foregone conclusion that Brady Hoke gets fired, or is it I don't still think up it's a air? foregone. I think it's still up. It, listen, if he comes through and puts together uh, a whole bunch of wins, and he beats Ohio State in Columbus at the end of the year, mm-hmm. and and has us even sniffing the Big Ten championship game, you could make an argument that he deserves at least one more year to really get his guys in place, quote unquote, and figure it out. Yes, it should have happened already, but it clearly has not. Okay. You could make that argument. Now if he if he runs through the rest of the season and Michigan ends the season 7 and 5 with losses to Michigan State, Ohio State, uh you know, uh, and another garbage team along the way because they've already got two losses now. Boy, I do not see Brady Hoke coming back next year, but I think it also depends on who you're going to replace him with. Well, a, a lot of people. He's not good, so Yeah, but he's not good, but at least the stability There's probably there. somebody that's even on their staff that's better than him. It's possible. Okay, let's run through Michigan's schedule the rest of the year and see if there's a game, if he loses a certain game, if he gets fired. Right. Okay? Next week, Minnesota. You, they should beat Minnesota. If he loses at home to Minnesota, does he get fired? No, he's, here's the deal. He's not going to get fired during the season. I just don't. College coaches almost never get fired during the season. Okay. They usually get fired before the bowl games. What if November 22nd, Michigan loses at home to Maryland? Oh, that's tragedy. That's then a he gets national tragedy. No, he's not. No matter. He gets fired. It's right before Thanksgiving. Everyone can have a happy Thanksgiving except for Brady Hope. It's not going to happen. No, unless he goes out and loses like okay. every game. What about this? Let's say I'm saying for any of these, he has to lose at least four games, four or five games. I'm saying for any of these to, to count. Okay. What if he goes into Michigan State, they could be 70 to nothing. Oh, yes. He's gone at the end of the year. But not. Not during the year. It doesn't happen, Brent. I mean, you even follow college football. Coaches do not get blown out till the end of it the does year. Sometimes, very rarely, and I well, don't think it's going to happen. In they this were case. saying that he's going to get fired in December, and that is still during the football season, unless they don't make a bowl. They should make a bowl. You only okay, got to go well, five hundred to then make that's a bowl during the football season. 
No, but that's different, though. That's the end of the regular season. That's when coaches get blown out. Mm-hmm. You're not going to fire your coach and then bring in some rando right before you play Ohio State. You at least want to give him his chance at redemption before you fire him. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the deal. I think we should make a bet on this. I okay, think he gets done. fired. I think he gets fired before the Bulls, before the end of the bowl season. Yeah, I see that happening. Oh well, then we're on the same page. Then no, we can't make the bet. Then no, we're not. I say he he at least he coaches against Ohio State. Oh well, that's not. I mean, I th- I think if he gets fired, it's going to be after Ohio State, but before the bowl game. Correct. That's what I've been saying this whole time. Although, what's wrong with you? Is Michigan going to make a bowl? Yes. Let's look through the schedule. Okay, let's, Minnesota okay. at home. That's a loss. That's a win. They're like a double digit favorite. Three. At Rutgers, That's loss. Three and two. Two and four. At Rutgers, they should win. Loss. Two and four. <laughs> Penn State. That's a loss. That's a toss up game. Two and five. At Michigan State. That's a loss. I'm gonna say they win that That's, one. Oh my god. Uh, three and five. How dare you? Versus Indiana. At home. Should win. Loss. <laughs> three and six. What is wrong with you? Uh, at Northwestern. Should win. That's a loss. These are all uh, should win games. I'm not saying they're going to win them three all. And seven. They should win them all. Uh, versus Maryland. Should win. Turp Power. Three and eight. <laughs> uh, at Ohio State. That's a loss. That's a loss. Yeah. <laughs> Braxton Miller's going to run all over them, even with a broken leg. So you're saying they're going to go three and nine this year? You heard it right here. Ray says Michigan will go three and nine. That is, no, that's no. that schedule's pretty weak. That's but pretty lame. Who knows what the teams they're losing to? I mean, that the, look. You can't say that Utah's that much better than, you know, Minnesota or Northwestern. Sure you can. Mm. Oh, sure you can. Utah's a good team. They they won at Michigan. Well, let's That's look at the That's a big tough win. Game. Penn State's a real tough game. Penn State's going to be a tough Michigan game. Michigan stuff's a real tough game. Michigan, Michigan State's, State's their tough toughest game. game. Um, at Northwestern. That's going to be a tough game. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No. Uh, at Ohio State. That's a tough game. That's one, two, three, four. That's four possible losses. Let's say they lose three of them. Seven and five. Ugh. Seven and five gets you fired at Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Brady Hoke's going to be fired at the end of this Didn't season. Didn't they go 7 and 5 last year? Uh something 8 and 4 7 and 5. Yeah. I don't have it in front of me. So you can't do it two years in a row is what you're saying. No. You shouldn't even be allowed to do it one year in a row, but it's still understood because you you got to I don't understand. You got to give a college coach You have to give them at least a chance four, to four get or his, five years. Yeah, his, his players to get in. You got to give them 4 or 5 years unless it's like Rich Rodriguez where it's so abysmal and so embarrassing and so ripping off the ripping out the traditions. I mean, how long did Bill Callahan last at Nebraska? Gosh, at least was it like five years. I mean, did he get? Did he make it that long? Yeah, I don't know. But he, he, people like that. His problem need is to he go. wouldn't. He wouldn't. Fi- maybe he has the same problem as Michigan. He wouldn't fire the defensive coordinator who was terrible. But that they were their offense is what was holding them back, though. They no. were bad on both sides of the ball. Well, their offense. You don't take was, a wishbone formation for a hundred years team and suddenly overnight turn them west coast. Th- but they had an okay offense when he was there. It was the it was the fact that Texas Tech was rolling them for like seventy seven. Yeah. that's what happened. Didn't help. Yeah, didn't help. Well, that's cool. So uh, you got predictions for the games coming up this weekend? I don't know. I want to talk about Nebraska. Nebraska rolling Miami. We don't have to talk about it. Yeah, that. let's talk about it. Okay, let's talk yeah. about it. <laughs> I thought for a second there Miami was going to come in and actually get it done. It was back and forth for the entire game, and then Nebraska just pulls away at the end. Thankfully, though, Miami kept their composure. They played with class and dignity. Wow. Well, you know what's funny is I'm just going to read. You know, Nebraska came in and just kind of manhandled Miami. I mean, it was a progression. Forty-one to thirty-one is not. That's a close game. <laughs> they scored a touchdown with with five seconds left. 
Um, so it should have it, been 34 to <laughs> 31. <laughs> the thing is, Nebraska rushed for 400 yards, okay? Yeah, it's pretty good. And it was one of those progressions. Yeah, Miami has some offensive talent on the team. Um, they did not keep their composure. and they turned Oh, they in, didn't. They turned into Thug U. Here, I'm going to read some of the, uh, the tweets from our famous, one of our favorite uh, Twitter accounts, Faux Pellini. Faux Pellini is a great account. Yeah. Um, guys, you might not believe this, but Miami players are getting in a fight. <laughs> that was... Here's the best one, though. Uh, go ahead and do that play where you throw an interception and then start punching us again, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. Miami's usually, the U is always known for composure and keeping it together and not thuggish behavior. I've never seen this happen before, okay? Uh, Nebraska fans, one of their one of their things that they do is at the end of the game, they they stand up and they cheer for the opposing team, win or lose, just as a show of sportsmanship. It's a sign of respect. There were so many fights during the game, and one of the guys was flipping off the crowd, and then the crowd was like, "Boo!" They booed Miami off the field, unheard of at Nebraska. I thought I, I really thought they were saying "Bo." Bellini. Oh, Bo! Oh wait, a bunch of O's together is "Ooh." Bo. Bo. Maybe that's what they were saying. Yeah. They were getting dirty, though. Like, when they started getting behind, you know, they closed line Amir Abdullah. They kept going for our, you know, uh, Grandy Gregory, our defensive end's knees. They, it, it was ugly. So, in other words, they brought out the Ohio State game plan. Exactly. And, 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 and another thing that happened at the end of the game was they did not allow the teams to go shake hands because there was not going to be handshaking. There was going to be hand punching. Yeah, there was going to be punching. So, they just like, okay, just the captains come out, shake hands. Everybody else... Everybody else, hit the showers. Oh, man. But you won. Yeah. Nebraska looking good. And Amir Abdullah, fear Amir, the campaign, the Heisman campaign in full effect. You know what? Now, this only works if Nebraska goes to, like, Sparty and wins at Sparty. That's the only is way that, Is gets... that going to happen? I Are you predicting know. that right I'm now? I'm not predicting it. Oh. Sparty is real tough at home. But I think we can stay in the game. I just think Sparty's – I don't think we can stop Sparty. Sparty wins the Big Ten, right? Or Wisconsin? I think Sparty's better than but Wisconsin. But probably Sparty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but who knows? Injuries, uh, weird things, weird bounces. You never know. You never know. They probably could, Sparty, though. They could play Ohio State and have just, like, the refs just forget how to call anything. Oh, that would not happen, Ray. Oh, no, never. Like, although, to be fair, those are the two teams that – them and Notre Dame are probably the three teams in all of uh, pro, uh, college football who walk with angels as far as the refs go. Yeah. Well, we gotta we gotta talk about a TV show that's impacted our lives. Oh wait, wait, wait. Well, before we go, and we we gotta talk about Gotham because it's a show that impacted our lives. But Jameis Winston, Florida State dodged a major. If Clemson wasn't the most inept team I've ever seen in a big game, you want to talk about self destruct button pressing it over and over and over again. How about Jameis Winston not even getting the memo and showing up dressed for the game? Put me in, coach. Okay, I, as much as I would love to make fun of Jameis Winston. I, Put me in. Well, I think what happened was they thought it happened so late that they changed their mind. They, they decided, oh, they changed their mind. How is it, you know, why is it that these places can't just stand firm now? Like, oh, public opinion is going against us. I guess we've got to bench him the whole game yeah, now what do they think they are the nfl i know right yikes change your mind at the last minute so yikes. the equipment guy put his stuff thinking he was going to play in the second half put his stuff in his locker and james was like oh i guess i get a warm-up guess i gotta play yeah jimbo put yeah, me jimbo's in jimbo's like uh, uh hey uh hey james maybe you're uh, uh, so just, well, disrobe not like that Dis- <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. Again, coach? Oh, my gracious. Um, who, who would, I mean, to be fair, though, when I watch uh, an internet meme video of a guy standing on a, uh, a table and shouting, F her right in the P, I think leader of men. I think first round, I want that guy on my NFL team. I think of a guy who can take my team to the next level. Didn't Alex Smith do that? You know, didn't Alex Smith right before the season started? He made one of those videos, right? You know, you know, a team that could use a leader like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you some hints, Ray. Okay. They've never won the Super Bowl. Okay, they used to win a bunch of championships before there were Super Bowls. Okay, I'm with you so far. They are in the Motor City. Okay. No wait, Cleveland's not in the Motor City. No, no. So that's so that's not them. Oh gosh, okay. they're in the Motor City. Motor City. Uh, their mascot name rhymes with uh, Ryan's. Um, they have the fattest quarterback ever in the history of the NFL. Okay. I'm not ringing any bells. Who, um, who would this be? They have a, a running back whose whose last name is, is like a synonym for a tree. Okay. No, it's not ringing like a bell. Like Bush. Um, but like Bush, but not. They they okay. are one of they have one of two players ever in the history of the NFL to be out for the year by celebrating too exuberantly on a play. Interesting. No, don't know. But it's not Martin Gramatica, so it's the other one. It's your Detroit Lions. Oh, not Gus Farratt? Your Detroit Lions. They were not going to take James Winston. Your, they will take him next year, Ray. We don't need a quarterback. He will be your running back. Our running back. And anytime they need a touchdown, he will just jump on top of the picnic table and over the pile for a touchdown. Jameis Winston. Anyone? Are you done? <laughs> Gracious. Jameis Winston, you're kind of an embarrassment, dude. Isn't he? I mean, where? but is he still going to get picked in the first round next no. year? I say no. Man, uh, just like Manti Teow, it's too weird. You can't trust him. I think so too. I agree with you, Ray. What? I really wanted to disagree with you because that would make for a better right podcast. But I assume that I assume that there's the other shoes about to drop. Nope. Huh. She's about to drop out of Jameis Winston because he was stealing that as well as the lobster claws. Man. Oh my bad! I was also taking the shoe. Hey, winners get crab legs. Yeah. And wings. Only Steelers get legs. Only Steelers get the crab legs. All right, well, we'll be right back to talk about Gotham after three seconds of Dusty Springfield. Wishing and hoping and thinking and praying, planning and dreaming each night of his charms. Last night, we both watched the season premiere, the series premiere of a show guaranteed to change all our lives forever. Gotham. Brent, was it? The best show you've seen in the last 10 years or the best show you've seen ever? It was terrible, Ray. What? It was terrible. Terrible? And I wanted the show to be good. I'm a big Batman fan. Here's my question. All the different incarnations. Did you think it was going to be good? I Based on the commercials, yes. Yes. Based on the commercials, it looked like it was going to be kind of gritty and kind of fun. And uh, it was going to be kind of subtle for being a superhero show. And then what happened, Brent? And then they started with the cliches. I feel Oof. like I, I feel like I'm out of my depth. Well, then if you're out of your depth, start swimming. Uh, hey, Mister Nigma, no more of your riddles. And why was Catwoman like 15 year old Catwoman, literally like stealing milk? To feed the cats wearing goggles on her head for no good reason. Maybe she should just sell those useless goggles and she should buy some milk like a reputable citizen. 
And yep. if that stand-up comedian hanging out with Jada Pickett-Smith turns out to be the Joker, I'm going to jump off the roof of your house. Yeah, I just found it cheesy from head to toe, Ray. I Honestly, I haven't even watched the whole episode because I was 40 minutes in right? and I was like, this is terrible. I'm going to go watch The Strain. Oh, I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole thing with Glee. Not actually... As you watch Glee I also? No, I don't watch Glee. Oh, that show's terrible too, Ray. Glee's terrible. No, I watched all of Gotham. I enjoyed it. I will continue to watch it. It was really like, do the people, do they really think their viewing audience of Gotham doesn't really know anything about Batman? Do you really need to spell it out for me? This character is Poison Ivy. This character is Catwoman. This character is the Penguin. This ca- Like, we couldn't have figured it out. We don't need to see Poison Ivy, you know, actually named Ivy. Is her actual name Ivy? It's Isley, I believe. Okay, and we don't need to see her dressed all in green. All in green with standing, long... Standing by a bunch of plants. Always standing next to a whole bunch of plants. Because we wouldn't figure it out. Like, literally, when the kid answered the door with the, with the flaming, brave red hair and dressed all in green, I turned to my wife, Melissa, I go, oh, my gosh, right? Right? Like, let me guess, Poison Ivy, right? Joke, joke. Five seconds later, Pamela Ivy, get away from that door. Are you kidding me? It really is Poison Ivy. Pamela Ivy, get away from that door. It's poisonous. <laughs> That's poison, Ivy. I, I really want Oh, like- wait a minute. The, get away from that mousetrap, because guess what I put on that? Poison, Ivy, get away from it. Or like when the penguin is beating up that thug in the back alley, and I just wanted someone to be like, here, take this bat, man. Man. (laughs) Or how about a character? How about we introduce the scarecrow to the episode by having him actually out in a field covered in straw, scaring the birds away? Because that's the level of subtlety that this show is giving to us. Excuse me, sir. What are you doing with those birds? Oh, well, they're crows, and I'm scaring them. Car- I'm a scarecrow after all. Carry on then. <laughs> I- I'm a scarecrow after all. Care for some pharmaceutical drugs? I don't know if I can trust that Dick Grayson acrobat. He's been robbing everybody. Yikes. But that's what hey, the- yikes. But that's what they've been doing. Like that's the entire episode is just okay, Ray, one pun so after another. So my question another. to you is: You said you're going to keep watching it. Why? Because I I love Batman. No, I, I love, love me some Batman. Ray, I love Batman, and that's why I'm not watching this show. I think that this is a Batman show without Batman. So was the last Batman movie. So, and that wasn't good he either. He was in it. He was at least in it. Bruce Wayne was in this sorta. Listen, George Lucas proved that if you take cool characters and show them as children, it will be great. George Lucas proved it. Jake Lloyd, sir. Yee. Maybe he didn't uh, prove it. He did not prove anything. But I will continue to watch, though. I don't know. I don't know if I can, Ray. Donald Logue is in it. I do love Donald Logue. The Tao of Steve. Was that the movie that he was The Tao of Steve, yeah. yeah. Well, Tao, if you pronounce it correctly. The Tao of Steve. The Tao of Steve. We're in America. Oh, sorry. Yeah. The Tao of Steve. He, PBR. <laughs> what are we talking right now? Budweiser. Donald Logue. Donald mm. Logue. And here's the deal. I wanted the guy who plays Fusco on Person of Interest to play Harvey Bullock because it's the same character. He's perfect for it. Donald Logue's Harvey Bullock feels off to me. But the thing is, why is everybody being asked to chew the scenery in every single episode? Like, Donald Logue can act. But uh, We've seen it. I've seen Donald Logue play much more grittier characters, and I feel right. like he's they're like, hey, smile a little bit, Donald. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just... Uh... It's like smooth Harvey Bullock, and that yeah, character's not meant to like be that. smooth. Yeah. And Jim Gordon is always making, like, anger faces all the time. Yeah. 
Like, why don't we just let them act? Like, I swear to God, if they just put a little, like, coat of lacquer called subtlety into the show Gotham, it could be great. So That script, as written, if they would have just dialed it back about five or six steps, would have been probably pretty good. I disagree. I mean, there were so many problems with it, Ray. One, okay, dialing it back, that's fine. Cut some of the cheesiness. Yes. That would make it a lot better, okay? You still got Catwoman watching... Bruce Wayne's parents getting killed. Yes, that was a problem. You still have Ivy coming out and being Ivy and being and obviously Ivy. Always standing next still... to... Why is she always next to plants? Like, I'm just expecting to have her, like, they have an excuse to get her out of the apartment, and she's just going to walk around carrying, like, a freaking tree in a pot with her just all the time because subtlety is dead. Yeah. Yes, there's lots of problems. Catwoman witnessing the murder of Bruce Wayne's parents is maybe... Uh, not since they revealed that Jack Nicholson's Joker was the one who really killed his parents in the Michael Keaton Batman movie have I cringed as much about messing with canon. Thank you. That being said, I'm still going to watch. Ugh. Still going to watch. You have, Are you honestly, you've actually Ray, given up? Yes. You know why? Because I'm not going to give them permission to keep running this show. I wanted to be canceled as soon as possible. This is It's an abomination. You stuck around with The Bridge yeah. and The Leftovers, yeah. and you won't stick around with Gotham? The Leftovers is a, was a brilliant season, sir. How dare you. It was. How dare you. Now, The Bridge, I'll give you. Season one, I liked. Season two, I'm not as on board. All right. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. So if... It, what would you have done to help Gotham? What would you have done to help uh, that show? Maybe not do a uh, CW version of Batman. Fair enough. I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. Oh, Riddler, hold me. We're getting there. Dawson's Creek is better than Gotham. You might be right. Yeah. There's actually a hint of subtlety in Dawson's Creek. Well, in Dawson's Creek, at least, a hint. it was about teenagers, so it made sense that they talked like teenagers. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I'm going to keep with it. I hope it goes well, because here's the deal. You know what I compare it to? Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I gave up on that show, too. But that show got good. It took them about eight, nine episodes, but once they started listening to the fans and figuring it out, they changed course mid-gear. You will watch any... Here's the it was we've learned about Ray. You will watch any comic book show. Yes. Because shows like The Leftovers, that was a slow burn. It took about four or five episodes to get Boring. into. Yeah. Didn't care. Yeah. Because they, you know why? Because they didn't put everything, they didn't throw everything in your face, right? And you had to figure it out later. Lost didn't do that. And I loved Lost. Lost did it right. Leftovers did it wrong. Damon Lindelof. Damon Lindelof. He did a great job. Bang the gavel. Yeah. Lost. But Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. got good, though. You should jump back on board for season I two because so. it got good. I don't think so. It got once they Sorry. added in the whole like uh, traitorous tying it in with the Captain America two plot line. Once I'm out, it was great. I'm out. Oh, it's, so it's like a, it's like a gang. That's right. Once you're out, you're out. Yep. Fair enough. Well, we'll come on back. We'll never agree about Gotham, but we'll come back. We'll wrap up the show after three seconds of Dusty Springfield. Wishing and hoping and thinking and praying, planning and dreaming each night of his charms. I do have one more NFL note before we wrap up the show here, mm-hmm. Brent. Something about the Lions roster right now stinks. Uh, I don't see how 40, they can win going forward. Their forty-six man roster, something like that. Uh, I would say what to me, forty-two of those players stink. <laughs> I'm referencing the fact that now with the signing, we cut Nate Freeze the kicker, which mm-hmm. had to be done because there were nine missed field goals between forty and forty-nine yards in the NFL first three weeks of the season. Yeah, Nate Freeze had half of them. Wow, not a professional kicker, so we had to sign Alex Henry. 
University Na- of Nebraska. Yeah, name rings a bell. So the Lions now on their roster have four Nebraska players. Mm-hmm. That scares the living bejesus out of me. sounds like, you know what? The last time I remember a team having that many Nebraska players on the team, it was the San Francisco 49ers in the 80s, and they won title after title. So are you predicting right now the Lions win Super Bowl? That's Super right. Bowl? Correct. I can't fight you now. Yep. But four Nebraska players? Mm-hmm. You could use a couple more. But only one guy from Wayne State University, Joyke Bell. Joyke Bell. Because when he cemented it, going into the two-minute warning, the Joyke store called. And, and they're, they're running, running out, out of you. you. Best joke ever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you ready to for the show? Yep. All right, well, let's do a little bit of a... First off, thank you for listening, everybody. Thanks for downloading the show. Check us out on Stitcher Radio. Definitely, if you get a chance to, go on iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Put some words in there. We'll, we'll say them eventually if we feel like it. Yeah. Let's do a little bit of contact information. You can contact me on Twitter, at Almighty Ray. And I'm at Scoops Pope. Or you could do the show, at Ray Brent Podcast. You could also check out our Facebook page. That's our main page until we get a, a, a better one put up. Facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast. Email the show, Podcast at gmail.com. Lots of folks we need to thank this week once again. Got to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. Intro music. Got to thank... The train wrecks. Outro music. Got to thank Jordan Monsell. Monsell me some art. Look at our awesome logo. You want that? Call him. Call him. He would do it. You know You know whose logo's on our trophy, Brent? Jordan Monsell. Jordan Monsell on the Raisin Brent Fantasy Trophy. We also got to thank David Knoll for producing the show. Thank David Knoll for being 0-3 in the Fantasy League. Hey, yikes! Thank you! We have a you name. and Rafi! We have a name for uh, folks like David in Fantasy. Dead Money. Yep. Although, David Knoll has been scoring a lot of points and just not winning. It's a shame. Yeah. It's a shame that uh, I actually haven't been scoring that many points, but I'm 2-1. That's right. Well, you know what? It's about when you score. I got some wings, and I'm giving them to you, Ray. Well, I don't deserve them this week. You well, give them to me after next I'm week. Saying, but when I'm I crush give you. Them, I was going to give them easy, either to you or David, and I'm going to give them to you. You know why? Because winners get wings. That's right. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. Anybody you want to thank, Brent, before we get out of here? Um, No. Good night, everybody. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You always get what you wanted, and then you What 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 song is that? What are you what are you doing right now? All you gotta do is hoping and praying and wishing and something and what something. You, what are you talking and about? I don't know the rest of the. What is happening right now? I don't know. That's some song I was stuck in my head. Is that even a real song? Yeah. Did you make it up? Yeah. <laughs>